The Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. All right, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Lots going on, lots to get to. Great interview last hour with a, a young lady from Ukraine, United States citizen. Now people still talk about that interview. And a lot of you want to be heard on what you think about what we're seeing in Ukraine, how, how Biden could have reacted differently, how he might have been able to stop this from happening. Maybe just don't change the policies of Donald Trump. We'll get into that. Some more Biden news. And suddenly, there's some rumblings out of China. So we're leaving the phone lines open in case you want to comment on Ukraine. It's 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. So we're going to continue on that for a little while. Ken Paxton, the Attorney General of the great state of Texas, at the bottom of the hour, you're going to like this interview as well. Because he's actually suing the CDC over the whole being forced to wear a mask on a plane thing. Because the FAA and then the flight attendants and and the different airlines are all pretending like it's a federal law that you've got to wear a mask on a plane. It's not. It's not a federal law. It's some guideline or, or, or regulation by the CDC. They don't have the right to do that unless it's actually a law. So Paxton is suing over that. We'll get an update on that case and a lot more on a Thursday. I'm feeling all right. Uh huh. Say what? No, sir. Carrie, how you doing? You good? I am. Seems I got the hell. Did you son hear, uh, hear you crying on the radio earlier? Um, I don't know yet, but it's recorded just in case, so he will hear it. <laughs> good. Very good. Well, I'll send him the video too if you need. You can no. actually see it. No, that's okay. I'm not going to send it to him. We oh. played at the birthday party on the big screen. So it's Polo and Sam along for the ride as well. Getting it done as they always do. Uh huh. Let's go. Turn it up. Sing along. With you. That hurt a little bit. Yeah. What'd you say? Do the second verse? Go through this verse with the chorus verse. again. No. 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 Come on, Carrie. Come on, we got Carrie did in the first hour. All right, I won't make you do the chorus again. But I'm telling you, you, the people the people like when it, when Pagsy gives them a little of uh, feeling all right. They, you I'm think telling so? you, they like it. Okay. Well, my mom says she likes it, so there you go. Okay. Hey, well, here's something to bring me back down to earth. So I don't post on YouTube at all anymore, right? Mm -hmm. But um, I still go there because there's still good information on technology, and I'm I'm working on a a different way through something called Proxmox to do Monterey on one of my PCs. I mean, I I I like technology like that. Mm -hmm. I like working things out. I'm up to like four o'clock, four or five o'clock in the morning, working on this stuff, right? Yeah. And I'll ask questions in somebody else's. YouTube channel about a video they did and then on YouTube there's a little like bell that'll tell you if you've got any sort of notifications I'm like okay that's cool so I'll see and nine is the top number they can give you so if it says nine it means I got a bunch of notifications mm -hmm. generally speaking it's not an answer from one of the YouTubers that I was asking although every once in a while they will answer um, but <laughs> it's also a notification that somebody commented on one of my videos Oh, okay. Now, the, the last video that I posted on YouTube was one, I, let's go Brandon parody or something. I, I forget what it was. And this one is 
you have to stop singing. It's just horrible. I like your opinions and your show, but you're really arrogant and full of yourself. Okay. Now, let me ask you something. <laughs> he likes the show. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm seeing if somebody has mm-hmm. an idea on how to uh, pass through a GPU, an RX 580 from AMD through a Linux Debian build. And I'm like, why do I need to know how badly I suck tonight? <laughs> As I'm looking to see, you know what I mean? If somebody actually answered my question, how is that funny? I'm sorry. It's not. And then you beat me up over singing the stupid feeling. All right. And then, you know, know, I'm like, really? Pile it on. Pile it on. Come on. And and what's funny is I protect you from this crap because sometimes I'll get like, uh, how much wine did Carrie have tonight before she came in? You know, I get that a lot because we make fun of the wine thing. Mm -hmm. But um, but I protect you from that. You you will like pile on. You're like, yeah, not only do I agree with that guy, (laughs) but I'm actually him. That's my pseudo name on on YouTube. It's all in good fun. It was not me on YouTube last night commenting the one you're singing. And again, Jake, happy birthday. And I'm really sorry. All right. It's 888-941-PAC. What? Don't apologize to my son. There's nothing to apologize. You realize for. I've known you almost as long as your son has. Wow, that's kind of scary. That's that's a reality check, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that is scary. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Oh. You mm. could be my mother. Uh no. <laughs> no. That's not. actually a pretty good line. No, that's a pretty good line. Yeah, that's a lie. <laughs> like, I could it's not uh, be your mother. Eight 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 nine four one Pags Joe Pags Well, you're old enough. I'm just I'm just putting it out there. I am not actually. I'm not. Uh, I'm not sure. We'll check the, I'm pretty sure. Have to check, I'm uh, check totally the DNA sure. and the genealogy. Not really sure about that. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, let's get into it. Now, Biden took the questions today, and I guess the media afterwards were calling him out. What were they calling him out about? Yeah, oh, this is Fox News. Reporters were quick to call out the contradiction between President Biden's claim that no one expected sanctions against Russia to work in his administration's previous position against Russia. Although he announced new sanctions on top of previous ones against Russia in response to its invasion of Ukraine, Biden later admitted that, quote, no one expected the sanctions to prevent the invasion. No one expected the sanctions to prevent anything from happening, Biden said. This could take time and we have to show resolve so he knows what's coming and so the people of Russia know what he's brought on them. This is what this is all about. And this went against Vice President Kamala Harris's comments on Sunday that claimed the purpose of the sanctions has always been and continues to be deterrence. On February the 11th, National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan similarly claimed that sanctions are intended to deter. Other reporters brought up this change when reporting on Biden's comments. New York Times correspondent Michael D. Shear tweeted on February the 11th, Jake Sullivan, the National Security Advisor, said the president believes sanctions are intended to deter. And today at POTUS told us no one expected the sanctions to prevent anything from happening. Those are basically the opposite of each other. What? And, and again, the question I saw from the reporter was, um, if the sanctions were supposed to dissuade them, then why didn't it? Or why didn't they work? Well, he said, well, we were threatening sanctions. Now that we're actually doing them, they'll work. And then he adds this to it, Carrie, which boggled my mind. Mm-hmm. Then he says, check back with me in a month or a month and a half. I'm like, no, okay, I so wait a second. That. What? Oh, you know, he, actually, um, he literally said that. And, and I'm like, okay, we're going to check back in a month or a month and a half to see if Ukraine still is there. Why are we checking back in a month or a month no, and a half? We're no. going to have a month or a month and a half of fighting where thousands will die, maybe more than thousands. Already we hear dozens have been killed today, yeah. if not more than that, just because somebody's being an aggressor into a sovereign nation. But again, if sanctions or threats of sanctions don't work, but you think sanctions do work, which is the message we got today as I watched it, 
then why didn't he do the sanctions beforehand? And he should be called out because the guy's a paper tiger. The, the guy is not there. He's a shell. He's a shell. Come on. Gary, I'll use this as an example. Mm-hmm. When the weather gets really bad and you're watching your meteorologist on television, many of whom got their meteorology degree from University of Mississippi Online. I kid you not. Look it up. And you're watching this person, this guy or gal. What do they do when the weather is really bad? Like you're getting tornado warnings and you're going to have severe weather warnings. They're safe inside their studio. Sure. But what do you always see them do? Uh, when they're in the studio? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Go out or go to a reporter that's out there. Take the jacket off. In the midst of the scene. Oh. Roll the sleeves up. Oh, yeah. Maybe take I'm the tie that. off or loosen the tie. Because they want us to think they mean we're business. really working this storm, no. man. <laughs> we're, yeah. We ain't playing around. Yeah. And everybody who's a weatherman or weather woman out there listening to me right now, you know damn right I nailed it. Because that's what you do. They're loosen the tie. Okay, uh, hold on. Let me roll up the sleeves. Yeah, we're out here working this one. We're the, the spaghetti model for the hurricane, which is seven days away. But we're working it. I got my jacket off. Got my sleeves rolled up. Might even put on a tank top. Because they're working it, right? Mm-hmm. So generally speaking... Although Biden couldn't do anything immediately when Russia decided to go into Ukraine last night. You get a picture of him rolling the sleeves up. He's, he's in the middle of a meeting and he's pointing at people. You know what I mean? Or you get some video with no audio to see that he's in a, some sort of a secure teleconference with, with Millie or somebody. Or he's talking to his friends over in, in England or Germany and he's just he's getting it done. We didn't see any of that. We saw nothing last Did you see anything from last um. night? Uh, no, I did not. Not of the president. The only video or pictures we see is him allegedly doing something from today. And we kept on hearing that White House officials were up. And then um, President Biden says in a tweet, I'm like, no, he didn't. Somebody else tweeted that. Ask them that question. Who's tweeting on Biden's account? Because guess who was tweeting when Trump was tweeting? Trump. It was Trump. It was Trump. I asked him to his face. Are you the person sending out the tweets? He said, yes. Now, I believe that Dan Scavino could send out some, and I think Brad Parscale could send out some, but only at the direction of the president. And Trump, always he probably 98% of the time it was him. This guy, they say, and President Biden says in a tweet, that this will not, we will not stand, and the world will stand together, and the world will this. And we don't know that he ever, that he even knows how to tweet. Do we know if he knows how to tweet? I, I don't. I don't know that. We know that Trump knew how to tweet because he, he wrote that cafefe. We knew that was him in the middle of the night, <laughs> mad at somebody, and he meant to say yeah. something completely different, and he sent out cafefe. Um, but, but at the end of the day, we didn't even get that. And when I tweeted about that today, asking the question, where is, actually last night as I'm watching it unfold, where is this guy? Where is he right now? Why don't we see him? Why isn't he saying something? Why isn't he telling the world what our reaction is? And the response I got from the left was, he's busy working. He's writing his speech for tomorrow. They literally were trying to tell me excuses why we weren't seeing him. It would be like not seeing the weatherman as the weather's getting severe outside and saying, well, he was just working on what he was going to tell you tomorrow. Would that ever happen? Of course not. Mm -mm. You jump in, you love. You love to show how involved you are. You love to show how part of the story you are, how on top of the game you are, how in charge you are. And none of that happened last night because I don't think they could wake, they could wake the guy up. Who knows? God knows. They might be sedating him when he goes to sleep at night. Who knows? And he wasn't supposed to do anything today and tomorrow. 
I don't think there was anything on his calendar for today and tomorrow. Then he had to go out there and do this thing today and, and his slurring of his words and his weird responses and his contradictory things that he's saying. And we're all just supposed to go, yeah, yeah, Joe's got it. Those are the left thing, Joe's got it. And how do we get away from that? We have to hear Joy Behar talk about how she can't go to Italy. We have to hear uh, Joy Reid, both of whom should not be named Joy. I'm just going to put it out there. Um, talk about how this is a white supremacy autocracy they're trying to put in place because of Trump. This is all nuts. Let's stop the BS. What we have in the White House is not a president. We have a shell of a guy that's being controlled by a bunch of green idiots and a bunch of squad idiots and a bunch of woke idiots uh, around him. Those people are what caused this. I don't think Joe Biden knows what's going on. If he were still lucid, Joe Biden would not be a good guy here. He'd be a bad guy because he, in Ukraine, was up to no good. And that's just about been proven. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pags Show. All right, let's go. Appreciate you stopping by. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. The Attorney General, the great state of Texas at the bottom of the hour, Ken Paxton. Make sure you stick around for that. Appreciate you being here. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. You could always send me a, a, an email uh, if you don't want to get on the air. and you want to, A lot of people don't, they don't want to be on the radio. I get it. Just go to JoePags.com, J-O-E-P-A-G-S dot C-O-M. My commentary on the Ukraine situation on Biden today. Um, also, my interviews with Dr. Peter McCullough. You can get access to all that stuff at J-O-E-P-A-G-S dot com. Scroll down to the bottom, click on contact. You can send me an email instead of uh, getting on the radio, which is fine. I enjoy doing that as well. Let me remind you about total financial freedom. Congress can make a deal, change how much debt it has, how much debt it can spend, what it can do, how many taxes they can grab from us. We don't have the ability to change financially our, situ- uh, our situation other than getting some help from a great organization like Total Financial Freedom. If you're underwater when it comes to bills, when it comes to payments and debt, get a hold of Total Financial. You owe more than $10,000. The team there has been doing a great job for over 15 years now, helping people like you resolve their debts and cut payments in half. Don't believe me? Give them a call, 800-833-9444. Call now. Ask about the free book, The Debt Dietitian. You've got to mention my name when you call the company. Mention my name, get that free book, call and learn how easy you can cut your payments. You're going to appreciate their team. They're like-minded individuals, an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Never have any complaints. So call Total Financial right now, 800-833-9444. Ask for that free book. It's 833-9444. 1-800-833-9444. Make that happen and make it happen right now. Ken, Texas, talk to me. Hi. Hey, Mr. Pags, how you doing? Living the dream, man. Talk to me, Ken. You're on. Hey, I'm in Texas, and I know you're probably going to cut me off in just a bit, but I want to say something straight up. This is not about who's in charge, because we all voted. If you voted for the man that's in charge, that was your responsibility. I agree. Now, Joe, go ahead. Go ahead. Take over. And All right, what- okay, Ken, thank you. Ken has allowed me to 
to take over. <laughs> take over what? Gary, no, there, was, there were some dramatic pauses there. Ken was bringing it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know. I know. I've said my piece. Take over. Okay, Ken, thank you. I'm going to go ahead and do that. Appreciate you. No, you're right. I have no, I have no uh, argument. I have no qualms with what you just said. Exactly right. The guy who's in office right now is the reason we're having this issue. The guy who's in office right now is the reason the world is feeling emboldened. The bad guys are feeling emboldened. And by the way, Carrie's got a story on this. I'm not going to do the whole story, Carrie, but just verify that I've got this right. Mm-hmm. In Taiwan, they're saying they're seeing Chinese planes in their airspace now. That is correct, yes. I mean, it, that didn't take long, did it? Not even a full day. China says, all right, let's see what we can do over here. Yeah. And yeah, Joe Biden's in office because a lot of people voted for him. Also, people like Kerry Lake and Donald Trump and, and Cyber Ninjas say it's also because there was some funny funny business when it comes to the election. Let me go to Dean, who's in Oklahoma. Dean, what's on your mind? Hi. Yeah, I'm in the military, and um, I've uh, just you know, letting you know that um, I've been in a long time, 20 years. Um, morale has never been lower than what it is right now. Uh, don't get me wrong. We're going to do our job. We're going to put one foot in front of the other yeah. and give our best effort. But nobody, we're worried about the people he's put over in the Baltics, our, uh, the Army. And we're worried about, you know, what's he going to do to them, what he did to the people in Afghanistan. And we, uh, we, he's kicking out people left and right. We're undermanned because of the mandate. Uh, he's just, I mean, we just don't know what, where, where we're coming or going. Now, the P, public affairs people will tell you differently, obviously. Uh, he's the commander-in-chief. So um, I'm just letting you know, it's, it's, it's bleak on the military end, and um, prayers are needed all around. Thank you. Uh, Dean, I appreciate your service. Thank you very much, my friend, and thank you for giving me that insight. Um, Yeah, I can imagine. As I said in one of my TikToks or one of my videos or one of my something today, you can go to the website and check it out. Um, You've got a woke, broke system in Washington right now. It's woke. It's green. It's the squad. It's people worrying about social justice and... And all sorts of crap that doesn't matter. What matters is that we're one congealed country that understands freedom and liberty, that understands that the our way of life is better than the lockdown dictatorial way of life or dictatorial way of life you see in Canada even, that you see in Russia, that you see in North Korea, that you see in China, that you see in Venezuela. Our system is better. We are exceptional. And we should act like it. And our military members should be made to feel like we put them up on high because of what they do for the Constitution. And we're not doing that. Because we're so woke, he's kicking people out because of the jab. He's kicking people out because they're not woke enough. And China and Russia have been licking their chops for a while, going, okay, let's see what he does in response. And so far, it's been a pretty weak response. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. I urge you to stop by JoePags.com. Check out all the interviews that I've done. Just click on the Rumble link. You'll be able to go there and check those out. When we come back, it's going to be Ken Paxton. He's the Republican Attorney General of the great state of Texas. Going to talk about mask mandates. Is that really a law? Going to talk about the border and what Biden is doing to keep the border wide open. And we'll talk about much more. Keep it here. You're listening to Joe Pags.
Great to have you along for, for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this guy back. He's the Attorney General of the great state of Texas, Republican Ken Paxton. Ken, how are you? Hey, I'm doing really well. How are you? I'm doing very well. I wanted to start, if you don't mind, let's start with the mask mandates on planes. And here's why I want to start there. Um, I had on, uh, just a couple of days ago, Rand Paul. And Rand Paul said, directly, this is not out of context, not even a paraphrase, he said, the airlines are lying to passengers every day. The airlines are saying it's an F, it's a federal law that you must wear a mask when you fly on a plane. Ken, is that true? Is that a federal law? Because Rand Paul says they're lying. There is no such law. So Rand Paul is right. They are lying. There is no federal law. CDC, the Center for Disease Control, promulgated this regulation. It is not a law. Congress did not pass it. And if you'll notice at the end of their little spiel on your plane, they tell you that, it's, that there's criminal penalties. There are no criminal penalties. That's a lie. Uh, they don't have the authority. CDC can't issue criminal penalties unless Congress lets them. Rand Paul would have to be part of a bill that would allow them to do this. And, and so far, I've never seen that bill. So quite literally, in the Constitution, the provisions are, if the Congress makes a bill that says it is now against the law to fly without a mask on, it then gets passed to the president, the president has to sign it into law, and then it can be challenged in court and so on. What the, what the, the flight attendants are saying, what the airlines are saying, is that the CDC and the FAA agree that this is not only a suggestion or a guidance, which is really what it is, or a recommendation, this is federal law and you face felony. I mean, you'll be locked up and, th- and sent to jail to face charges if you don't wear a mask. And all of that is just not true. It's not a law and there are no, there's nothing in any statute anywhere that I know of that says it's a felony if you don't wear a mask. So if you bring it up now, see, they're, they're actually playing games with what happened after 9-11. Um, I understood why we have to listen to the flight attendants and the flight crew after 9-11. Obviously, uh, there were some problems security-wise that led to what was allowed to happen on that day. Um, and I get it. And I feel for flight attendants, I feel for, for, for pilots and co-captains and everybody else. But they're now taking this to the next step that you must, by federal law, listen to me after 9-11. And if I say wear a mask, then you have to. Is that how they're trying to get away with it? Well, I think what they're doing is they're relying, the CDC issued these regulations requiring that you wear this mask. The, the problem is, I mean, then they tell the airlines, and the airlines are following the CDC guideline, but the CDC guideline is, you know, ineffective. It's it's made up. They, they can't do this. They have to have some type of statutory authority to do it, and they don't have it. And then this whole crazy thing where they make you feel like you're going to prison because you didn't wear a mask. First of all, that's ludicrous. Second of all, it's just not true. So uh, what are you doing about it? Are you suing the FAA? Are you, su- are you suing the airlines? What, 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 can, what can you do? I'm suing the CDC, the Center for Disease Control. I'm suing the Biden administration, and we're going to try to get this undone. It's the Texas Public Policy Foundation and, and me, Texas, and then uh, Congressman Beth Van Dyne. All right, so, so you sue them. It goes to court. Is this something big enough to go to the Supreme Court, or do you think you'll win in a lower court and then it'll, it'll just go away? You know, I think we're going to win at a lower court, and then it's up to the administration as to whether they appeal everything. So I'm sure they'll appeal it to the Fifth Circuit. I think we'll win all the way through. They literally, I mean, to me, it's a no-brainer. There's nothing in law that lets them do this. They cannot just make up laws. The president, it's not his deal. Well, Ken, scientifically, it doesn't make any sense anyway, because a cloth mask has has pores that are bigger than the viruses anyway. These masks literally don't scientifically don't do anything. No, you're right about that, too. They, they, there's nothing in the CDC guidelines that have the scientific, uh, there's no scientific basis. Uh, they, they didn't cite any studies. They didn't say this works. They just said you have to do it. 
It's just an arbitrary rule that doesn't just creates inconvenience for people, but doesn't actually provide the result. And the other thing you need to realize, I mean, these airline systems, their, their filtration, some of the best in the world. Absolutely right. And suddenly the mask is going to help us more than that does. I mean, you're 100 percent right. I was going to go there. The filtration system is already um, very, very good. The mask is doing nothing other than a placebo effect and other than the authority controlling us. It's Ken Paxson, the attorney general of the great state of Texas. Republican, we appreciate you coming on, Ken. I'm glad we're going to talk about TikTok. And here's why. I love you know this, but I got on TikTok. I said no to TikTok forever because of the Chinese uh, inclusion, the, the data gathering and all that. Then I realized that I'm being squashed by Twitter. You're suing everybody to try to undo this censorship, yeah. but I'm being squelched by Twitter. I'm being squelched by Facebook. I'm having them lie about me about giving out you know, disinformation. They can't prove it, but they say it, and somehow it works. Um, big tech that's based in America is already messing with my data, already messing with my reach. So I go into TikTok with an open, uh, an open mind and open eyes, knowing that the Chinese government would like to get data on me. I'm giving them my, my email address, my phone number, and that's about it. But you're saying that there's more incendiary stuff going on there, like collecting data on kids and even as far as child pornography. What's going on? So we don't know for sure. We just started this investigation a week ago. We were informed by state, our state police and by the governor that TikTok is being used by the cartels and by smugglers inside of America to communicate about these about people that are transporting, whether it's human trafficking, sex trafficking, and also the transportation of drugs. And so... So we are. We sent out about a week ago. We sent out what are called CIDs, civil investigative demands, okay. to ask TikTok questions about their policies, about their practices, about their history. What are they involved in? To see if we can discover from them what what their practices and whether they've been involved in this type of activity. I saw TikTok in front of a Senate panel, and, and Ted Cruz, that we both know well, uh, was questioning the TikTok representative who would not give an answer. And Cruz literally said, I've asked you now nine times. This is the most frustrating um, interview or question answer hearing that I've had with anybody in my time here in the Senate, and the guy still didn't really have an answer. Will TikTok respond? Does the CCP tell them just shut up and Paxton can't do anything? What, what do you think will happen here? Well, I mean, they don't, if they don't respond, guess what? We, uh, we sue them. Okay. Um, and we take them to court, and then we go into discovery, and we, we get what we want, or they can't operate in Texas, and they're gone. We shut them down. There was a time where it looked like President Trump would stop them from operating at all unless they unless they sold to somebody who was a, a United States-based. Did that ever happen, or did Biden end that? No, I, I think part of it happened. I don't know that for sure, but I think part of it happened. Uh, the Chinese still have definitely an interest in TikTok, and... Uh, I, I mean, all I'm really concerned about, I, I don't trust the Chinese at all, but the reality is what I'm worried about is what they're, how they're using this to affect the lives of Texans with crime. Go to KenPaxton.com, KenPaxton.com. He's the Attorney General of the great state of Texas. Uh, well, Ken, when it comes to this, you brought up the cartels. And the cartels seem to be having a field day. I mean, if you and I were in cartels and we're not, we, we could never be in that mindset to under, even understand where they're coming from. But they got to be whistling Dixie, man. They've got to be going, woo, Biden's in. We can make $5,000 a head. We can, we can steal kids and make them act like they're family members of others. We can make millions of dollars a day in drugs. We could send enough fentanyl into the United States to kill every person on the planet, and nobody's going to do anything. And now we can use TikTok to, to help enhance our, our trafficking. They've got to be whistling Dixie, right? I mean, with this administration coming in, it was a field day for them. No, this is a deal. I mean, what, I don't know. they they got to love this because the Biden administration is basically – not even a wink, wink, nod, nod. They're they're inviting them to get as many people here as possible, and saying to them indirectly, "Hey, 
you can make billions of dollars. Just bring as many people as possible. We don't care what their background is. We don't care if they're terrorists. We don't care if they're criminals. We don't care if they're bringing drugs. We don't care if they're whatever. Just get them here. You guys can make all the money you want. We're good with that. We don't care if the Chinese are importing fentanyl. We're good with that. That's the reality of our, our president. You dealing with the border as you do, as the Attorney General of the great state of Texas, you know that it's an open sieve now. Between 100,000 and 200,000 illegal immigrants coming across every month, they're, they're jumping on planes for free, being flown anywhere they want to go. They're being dropped off in the middle of San Antonio, where I'm based, and they're just walking around the streets. They have no idea who they are. We haven't vetted anybody. We don't know if they have COVID or not. We don't know if they're terrorists or not. Uh, and this is not getting any better anytime soon. When you hear the administration talk about how important it is to help secure the sovereignty and the sovereign border of Ukraine, it's got to make you go, what? What about our border? Yeah, it's it's remarkable. Obviously, they're not going to do much about Ukraine either, but right. they at least they at least talk like they, they care about it. They don't even talk about caring about this. They actually openly invite people to violate federal law and tell them to come on in and, and communicate indirectly with the cartels that they want our border to be porous. So it's, it's really odd. I think a lot of people have noticed that the... the, the the oddity of how they're treating the Ukraine versus how they treat our own border. Yeah. No, it, it's crazy. I had Carrie Lake on a couple of days ago. She's running for governor of the great state of Arizona. She says that she will put troops on the border. She will close the border. This is an invasion that the federal government's doing nothing about. And she said, what was it, Article 1, uh, maybe it was Section 1, Article 10, something like that in the Constitution. I'll look it up and get a better idea later. But um, says, if the federal government doesn't uphold the laws that it's required to do that were passed by Congress in 1986, then the states can, in fact, stop an invasion. Ken, can we in Texas, the largest border with Mexico, can we do more than we have? So we're looking at that. It's, it's challenging with what the Supreme Court came down with. You and I have talked about USB Arizona, where they right. stopped Arizona last time from basically implementing their It was SB model. 1070 that Jan Brewer tried to put into place, and, the, and, and Obama sued her to stop upholding the law, which, and they won somehow. Yeah, so we've done it. We've lo- we are still looking, trying to figure out if we can use that invasion clause to put, basically take over the border. But if you think about how, just from a practical matter, it's still challenging when you've got border agents that are working for the feds down there. And they're, they're known to be safe for everybody that turns themselves in. Right. How, it's challenging for the state then to step in and try to take these people away from them. If everybody knows if you go to Border Patrol, the Biden administration just lets you come in and they'll transport you all around the country. So it, it's still difficult, even if somehow we could put troops on the border, unless we're willing to, like, you know, use force. Uh, it would be very difficult to overcome the federal government. Well, let me ask you something that obviously hypothetical, but what the Biden administration is not hypothetically, what they're doing is they're ignoring um, Article 42. They're ignoring stay in Mexico, even though courts have said you must do these things. They're ignoring it. So why couldn't Greg Abbott or your office? I don't know how far it goes. Why couldn't we actually put DPS on the border like we did and make them arrest people? Instead of just chasing them back with horses and then they're all called white supremacists for chasing somebody who's a different skin tone than them on a horse, why not arrest them and then make Biden sue you? Yeah, we arrested all the illegals that came across the border. We told everybody else who wants to come, we're going to arrest you too. Or we just turned them around and sent them back at gunpoint. I mean, why why couldn't we do that? No, we are doing that. That actually is actually happening. Abbott put out an executive order saying if any of these illegals are being transported outside of law enforcement, these people are to be stopped and taken back. And we are we were sued by the Biden administration, of course, in a very liberal federal court. And uh, we we have an injunction against us right now from doing that. So we actually are. We, the governor actually did try to do that. 
Well, what's interesting is, and I want to get into state politics too much, but I, I wouldn't mind your opinion on this. You've got Alan West challenging him. This guy, Huffines, who I don't really know, is challenging Abbott. And their challenges are because they say he was weak on the border. Was there something more the governor could have done along with your office, you know, the top cop in the state? Is, was there something more that could have been done in actual law enforcement or because of the Biden suit? You tried it. It didn't work out. Because I know that Abbott put a bunch of vehicles on the border. Hey, here's a show of force. But those guys couldn't really do anything. Yeah, look, I, I, I don't know what else could have done. Given the fact that we are all still operating under the Constitution, and we're, we're trying to, and we're, we're trying to follow federal law, we're trying to follow court, you know, court direction, because we have three branches of government. Yeah. When you have the USB Arizona case, I mean, Abbott's tried to do certain things, just like I just talked about. He set up detention centers where people... When they don't turn themselves into Border Patrol and they try to cross illegally and we capture them on private property, we arrest them and put them in our own detention centers and charge them with trespass. So now they've committed a crime in Texas. So he's trying to be creative with the sort of difficulties we have with the federal government aiding and abetting the cartels and transporting illegals across our state, our border. That's a great point. They are aiding and abetting. And I remember Greg Abbott, the, the governor of the great state of Texas, was on my show and he announced that whole thing that if you're trespassing, we're going to arrest you. But the feds still have priority, right? They can still come and say, okay, you arrested this guy for, for trespassing, but we're going to take him into our custody because he's really an immigration issue. Yeah, so they, they, they take these people. It makes it more difficult for them to stay because they already have a, committed a crime and we're we, we, you know, they go through our court system now, but so it's made it more difficult. But if you just, I mean, the cartels know, unless you're a criminal, you just take them to Border Patrol, and, and Border Patrol is told by the Biden administration, you know, let them in, wow. move around, hide them somewhere in the country, do it in the middle of the night, and that's the only way we could we could stop that is if somehow you're willing to have an altercation with the federal government, you know, where there's horseshoes. And I, I, don't, I don't, that's a difficult spot, right? It is, and, and I got to tell you, I think that you and Greg Abbott are very, very smart guys, and you've done a lot in trying to push back against the government. Maybe this invasion clause is the thing to look at. I have no idea, but I do know that we're getting very frustrated in this country that the federal government purposely is not noticing the border anymore, and you and I and our families deal with it every single day, and, and it's not okay. It's it's completely not okay, and I don't know why they keep on spending taxpayer dollars to transport them at 3 o'clock in the morning as, as if we don't know that they're doing it. So, I mean, bottom line is you're trying, but... But there's there aren't there's not much recourse if the courts will will always rule against you in favor of the federal government because of the Constitution. That's what I'm hearing, right? Well, so we have been that was the only case we actually lost. The ones that we filed against the federal government to enforce federal law, we're winning. It's it's the challenge is it takes time because they appeal everything. So everything goes up to the Supreme Court, and that's on the injunction. And then everything goes back up on the merits. So it's it's not a quick process. So like the, you said, the state of Mexico. We've won on that all the way up to the U.S. Supreme Court. Now they're appealing the case on the merits, and so they've been able to slow it down. They actually are processing some people through the remaining Mexico program. It's just not very many. And until we get a final victory, it's going to be interesting to see when we get our final victory, will we then have absolute following of federal law? And that's the thing. He keeps on losing, but he keeps on ignoring the rulings. It's very odd uh, that this is allowed to happen. But, but I know that you'll stick to it, and I think you're doing a great job for us, Ken. I really do. It just gets frustrating. Uh, I appreciate you taking the time. KenPaxton.com. It's Attorney General Ken Paxton, the great state of Texas. Thanks a lot for taking the time, Ken. Let's talk again soon. Love to, Jim. Thanks a lot for having me on. All right. Thank you, brother. We're back after this. Stay right here. Joe Pags. 
I appreciate you stopping by. Thanks a lot for being here. It is the Joe Pag Show. We appreciate Ken Paxton come on, the Attorney General of the great state of Texas. Hey, keep this in mind. If uh, if you're feeling fatigued, tired during the day, you're just not getting that energy that you used to have so you can get your stuff done. Uh, you, you don't go for walks anymore. You don't play tennis anymore. You don't go dancing. You don't uh, Just getting through your work day is a real pain. Try Super Beats Heart Chews. They're tasty. They're a great treat. They give you the energy you need. They're good for you, too. Non-GMO beets tied up with um, grapeseed extract taste absolutely delicious. They're also portable. You take them with you. Put them in the gym bag. Put them in your pocket, your purse, your pocketbook. Put them in the console of your car. You'll always have them. Because they used to do the powder in the morning, but you forget that every once in a while. Why not add these to your morning routine? Promote heart-healthy energy for your entire day without the caffeine crash. And right now, save a bunch of money because you listen to my program. Save up to 45% and free shipping at JoeLovesBeats.com. That's their best offer available anywhere. JoeLovesBeats.com. Up to 45% off at JoeLovesBeats.com. Get the energy you need. Get it naturally. Get it from Heart Chews. Super Beats Heart Chews. JoeLovesBeats.com. Make that happen right now. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. I've got maybe time for a quick one uh, if you get in with the phones are ringing, but uh, we have to go through the screening process. So we might not get it done. So, Carrie, did you realize that it was not a law to, to wear the mask? I did not, no. Because we've all seen the videos, right? Mm-hmm. The flight attendants yes. say, hey, FC, uh, FAA regulations and federal law provide that you must wear a mask on this plane. Mm-hmm. It's just not true. Now, they will take you off the plane, not for that reason, but because you didn't follow the directions and instructions of a flight attendant. That's that's the game that we're being played on us, right? Yes. Because we have to, by law, listen to the instructions of the flight crew. Mm-hmm. That was put in place after 9-11, and it made sense after 9-11. Except now, they're using it for something that it was never meant to do. And again, these masks scientifically have been proven to be ineffective anyway. It doesn't make any sense. Going to keep a close eye on that lawsuit that uh, Ken Paxton has against the um, against the CDC. Keep it here. Much more to come. This is the Joe Pags Show.